0: Hello, you're listening to Mock Footage. These two pals really like movies, but one of them hasn't seen very many, okay? Our hosts won't be using any nasty language, so you can share this with your grandma. And they will be discussing major plot details, so here's your dang spoiler warning. I felt like I wanted to say something, but I can't remember what it is, so. Instead I'll say, but do you recall? the The most most famous famous movie movie of all
1: total recall
0: my name is joe langlois and this week we will be discussing total recall
1: my name is ray geroso and i totally can't recall what this movie's about
0: i can't remember what it's about um so here's I, i know that you know nothing other than the title um because that's what you told me this morning um so i'll tell you everything that i know about total recall
1: okay tell me about total recall
0: and i've also never seen it just to be clear uh it's got it does star arnold schwarzenegger and it's Mm -hmm. in the future
1: Ooh, fun a future movie
0: and then from there i'm kind of lost it's some kind of like It's some it's some kind of like lone hero against the system story. But I don't know if he's a cyborg or an agent. And I don't know if like he's running from robots or the government or some shady organization. And it also has something to do with memory. He might be a hitman. So those are the pieces that I'm putting in front of you. And I want you to choose which ones you like the most.
1: I'm going to say that uh he's not a cyborg. But okay. he does have a daughter who is a cyborg.
0: Okay. And that
1: and and her model of parts are being recalled.
0: Oh. In the city. In the in the I'm sorry, in the country. So did he like adopt her? How did how did he come into uh So parent? it's his did... real daughter. Okay.
1: But she had to get cybernetic parts. I see. Or else she'll die.
0: She was sick as a baby.
1: Yeah. But those parts are being recalled um, because they're... Not because they're, like, malfunctioning, but uh, they just want to discontinue that line. Okay. uh, And they want to, like, kind of just kill those people and try again. It's kind of messed up.
0: Right. Because, I mean, because the the Robo Hearts is... after they put in the recall, that's the property of the company again, right? And they can't let their right. intellectual property be just out there in the world or whatever. Exactly.
1: So that's what he's fighting against. Okay. Um, is is the is the end of his daughter? Right. His cyborg daughter. So are they on uh, the run? They're so. Um, at first, they're on the run, but in the second half, it it turns into a sort of rebellion against that corporation where they've gathered some allies.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: and and take down... Well, not take down, but tell tell the folks to not recall... Sure. The, uh, the, that mod, the, those models of, of equipment, of cybernetic equipment. Sure. Uh, and they do have to use force, unfortunately. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, okay, so I, I think that this is totally wrong. So, I think that we should name some of these allies so that we have a chance of, like, kind of, you know, accidentally falling onto something. I think the more stuff that we talk about, the more likely we'll, like, you know, trip onto something that's right. You know what I'm saying?
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I think one of the first people that they meet is their, uh, is Arnold's, uh, well, what's Arnold's character's name? Arnold's uh character's
1: name is uh, Ar- Arnold's character's name is Marshall Marshall.
0: Marshall Marshall. His name is Marshall and he is a Marshall. No no, his name is just Marshall Marshall. His name is Marshall Marshall. Okay. And he's also a Marshall.
1: <laughs> but it's symbolic of him being the Marshall of the uh, underrepresented cybernetic folks. Right,
0: because well, the whole movie thematically is kind of about martial law. Yeah um okay and i think when they run from their home because like they start hearing news reports that people are being killed and their their parts taken back by the, the the big corporation and the movie does this really excellent job of showing how morally reprehensible that is and like being very obvious that it's not Okay, that that's happening, but framing mm-hmm. it in the perspective of the world that it's like this kind of gray area, like well, the the corporations own those things, so shouldn't they? You know, like mm-hmm. um, because and I think that's kind of well, it's chilling, honestly, uh, because you know you can put that same lens on our world today. Um, yeah, but more importantly, uh, when they when they run from their home, they go to I guess Marshall's mechanic, who is played by. Danny Trejo, and his name's Machete.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Does he have a machete for an arm?
0: It's the same character. That character shows up in a lot of
1: movies.
0: He shows up in a lot of movies.
1: But it's the future. Did he cry out? I'm not going to ask. It's Machete again. Yeah. I can't believe there was a movie with Danny Trejo
0: and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I didn't know about it. The reason that he's still alive is that he actually got one of the prototype Cyber Hearts.
1: Ah, because he was such a well-known
0: hitman right.
1: killer and also relative of the Spy Kids.
0: Yeah. I don't know when this movie came out. And I, I know there was a remake made recently, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the original one from the 80s? 70s? 90s? I don't know. <laughs> 2000s? No. It's definitely... it's It's got to be early 90s or somewhere in the 80s.
1: Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so where, so they're at the mechanic. He, uh, uh, Machete helps them get, get, get into a getaway vehicle to, to escape the city. I think, or they, or I the think we they try see,
0: to, I, yeah, I think what happens is we see like, uh, some kind of speeder, like, like go away from the mechanic shop really fast. And then the cops are chasing him. And uh-huh. they the cops pull him over and we're like, oh no, they got him and then the window rolls down and it's it's Machete in there in the speeder. Uh, and, and then we mm-hmm. see the we see uh Marshall and Marshall's daughter, Hope. Her name's gonna be Hope because it's the eighties. Um, <laughs> uh they're down they're down like in sewers. They went through some access hatch and they were escaping out another way.
1: Yes. Did they go through the sewers?
0: Yeah, they, they went through the sewers, like, and there was there was an access hatch in Machete's shop or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. So now they're trying to still get to the edge of the city to get out. Um, yep. And this is where they meet one of their first major allies. Okay. Um, Crystal, uh, who uh, has... <clears throat> Uh, I'm sorry. She has a spear, uh, and she uses that to hunt for fish in the sewers, because that's where fish are now, in the future.
0: Yeah. Future fish live in the sewers.
1: Yes. Um, she has, uh, a a targeting eye that- uh, Here's the- (laughs) Hold on.
0: Here's the thing is that Here's thematically, the this feels so much like Jack 2, the video game, <laughs> and I really want to play it again. I was
1: going to say thematically, this feels like a movie or tabletop that I actually do want to play. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Crystal has a cybernetic eye that can sense uh, like small life forms sure um uh, that are like unseen so in the water and that's what what helps her with that but this is um this this piece of equipment is is uh it's banned it's illegal mm-hmm. uh because people were doing bad things with it right um but she's not she's she's pretty chill she just wants her eye so she can live and exist and survive uh, okay. And so she, uh, she helps them get to, to her safe haven house thing. Uh, they talk, uh, Marshall, well, I don't think they're at the point of revolution yet. Okay. Um, but I think maybe hope instills that idea I see. to both of them right, right at that moment.
0: Right, right. Like, like they're talking about how they're going to keep running and hiding. Um, and, and maybe Crystal's a little like put out because... Them being there has, you know, uh,
1: Compromise. compromised
0: her 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 hideout where she was mm-hmm. living a fine like isolated life. But hope, obvi- her name is Hope, right? Like ah. she's just gonna keep doing that. So she like gives <laughs> Crystal, Crystal, yeah, the this, Crystal like, idea. Like I maybe I shouldn't be living my life alone. And they're talking about running away and running away. And Hope says something like. Yeah, I'm sure that if we keep running away, like, we we can make it. And then her saying that makes them both feel like crestfallen and realize, like, no, we have to go to the source and fight the problem. Mm -hmm. Because they'll just keep chasing us for the rest of our lives.
1: But the thing is, Crystal is still hesitant because she has been living in relative comfort for a while. So she still helps them, but she's still a bit reluctant and we don't see her. She doesn't tag along. Uh, yeah, we really are just making, like, a, a an HBO mini
0: series right now, uh-huh. huh? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do we tighten this up? Like, let's, let's, um, like... Well, we tighten it up by making Crystal go with them. I think Crystal goes with them. I think that's, I think that's the kind of movie this is. I think that, like... It's just, it's just go. I think... It's just action-packed. Like, I think Crystal sees her, her problems reflected in Hope, but... Hope's a little girl, and she wants to protect her.
1: Mm, yes. And then, so Crystal goes with them, and then there is uh action fight scene with some some cops mm-hmm. uh, in the sewers. Are the cops,
0: we... like, future police, or are they, like, cop bots?
1: I think they're also, um... They're not, like, affiliated with the corporation, Aside from the well, fact
0: that their pieces are from the corporation. No, it's the future. I think that they are. I think that, like, <laughs> I think that the police are... They Like, we've gotten to the logical okay. extreme yeah. of where we're at right now, which is that the police are both public entities and private military, like, for, yeah, for large no, corporations. Right. And it's this it's one and the same.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. And we get to see... So they are, like... Ha- so they're cyborgs.
0: Well, I think the ones that are out chasing them are, are like... Like auto, like oh, our actual bots, just ro- robots, yeah. And I think okay. that the people like in the headquarters at the end of the movie are are cyber. people, okay. Yeah. Uh, and we get a cool action
1: sequence. We get to see Crystal like wi- use the spear as like a pole vault and run like on the sides of the sewers and yeah. kicks one of the bots into the water. It's really cool. Crystal is my new favorite character.
0: What what does Marshall <laughs> bring to a fight? Is he punch- like punch, punch, and gun? punch big punch big punch what about hope hope what can hope do this hope have traps
1: Does oh hope yeah little traps She's probably
0: like really smart right like yeah she can she can probably like improvise weapons and uh she, she like makes a net somehow yeah 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 and yeah, like yeah. catches one of them yeah and then crystal spears it she like knows where the off switches are on the on the cop bots
1: She's done she she wanted to uh, to do corporation work before all of this happened. Right.
0: Right. Yeah, well so, so she, she was... got like she, she got like her her cyber heart from the corporation and she's the kind of kid who like obsessed over it because it's a you know a new heart in her body but yeah. she just kind of got lost and, and like actually read all the owner manuals and stuff and there's a there was a lot of helpful information in there that uh a lot of people just assume you know, it's all it's all gibberish, and most of it is gibberish. But she retains some useful information from that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm really like into this movie that we've made. I know is <laughs> the problem. I got one more friend for us. I feel like we need a couple more friends if we're gonna cause a, a rebellion. Because yeah. um, somebody's
0: got to die. Yeah. I think we need a. I think we need like an Arnold type who's even bigger and stronger.
1: Okay, you should do that because I have somebody else in mind. Okay.
0: His name is Brick. And... Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> and my character's name is Lilith. She uh, has magic powers. I think yeah. he's I think he was he's he was he's like a trash bot or something that was decommissioned.
1: I love Brick! <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I and and hope him.
0: and hope gets him back online. <laughs>
1: oh no. And he's just a strong, buff, buff, powerful bot. I
0: think they get him back online because they think like, they, like he's got he's got information to a route or something to the the headquarters, and they think he's mm. just going to be like a non sentient, like you know, a map basically. But then when they turn him on, he like talks to them. Does he have an like, AI? Yeah, he has an AI, and okay. they they weren't expecting that, and that's probably why he was decommissioned in the first place. Although we never really hear why specifically. Um, But then when they go in, uh, he's I don't know, he's like there's an explosion and he's holding up a cave entrance or whatever. And then I'll get out and he gets crushed and maybe maybe he can still be saved. But regardless, like he he sacrifices himself in some way.
1: Uh, I think
0: Hope manages to save the core. Uh, I think we don't see that. I think we don't know for sure. I think it's left open ended for a possible like sequel. But I think as far as this movie is concerned, we're supposed to presume that he's dead uh, by the end of it.
1: By the end of the movie, that's when. Okay, so so Brick does not make it to the to yeah. the, the the end. Yeah, as far as uh, this movie to the is building concerned. at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, there is one point uh, where our, our little band of of misfits uh, are running through like an open uh, like market area. It's not. Mm. It's like a, a plaza, right? Yeah, and, but no one's there. And then they get surrounded by by bots, uh, and then a gunshot goes off, and one of the bots uh, gets exploded. Yeah, uh, and this is where we meet Shade, the sniper.
0: Okay, and what is what is their backstory?
1: Um, so they so the the thing is, Shade is the child of the the head of the corporation. Oh yeah. <laughs> And they don't like any of it, <laughs> and so they're they're already up against their 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 I father. love
0: seditious children. Oh my god! Um, yes. And
1: so Shade goes around trying to take down bots and help people whenever they can, uh, and this is just a chance encounter that turns uh, favorable for everybody.
0: Excellent, excellent. And they probably meet Shade before Brick, and then Brick is the person is the person that allows them to get the map and then once they have the map they and they also have brick they're like let's let's go for it let's go for it but i feel like marshall being a responsible dad tries to you know you don't want to leave hope alone but also, it would be dangerous to bring her with them. <laughs> to bring her with them
1: on yeah. a, a mission to destroy. A they probably make one last
0: stop at like a relative's house or something, and then they find that the the relative has been killed, and so mm. they just like they just go, they just go. They just Hope go, like talks and- talks some sense into him. Maybe some times pass as well. This is like maybe this takes years, um, and and Hope is older and is like, no, I'm going with you. This is my fight as much as it is yours.
1: We're doing a time skip in the movie. Uh, Yeah. This is just Maybe not.
0: Maybe not. Maybe there's no time skip, but...
1: There's no time skip here, but for the second movie
0: there is. Maybe. Well, we never established how old Hope is. Maybe she's like, I don't know, 14 or something. She's old enough to, to talk her dad into letting her bring the fight to the HQ. With yeah, everyone else, which of course also, is Skynet.
1: Chris, Crystal and Shade <laughs> are like, yeah, she's pretty capable. Mm-hmm. Like, the traps are pretty helpful. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Which Which character relationship do we think was the most, like, stood out the most? Um, so though we
1: haven't talked about it yet, but I really like the relationship between Hope and Shade because they're both like interested mm-hmm. in corporation uh information but for very different reasons mm-hmm. and they just kind of exchange information and like shade is very cold about it but yeah hope is still like interested in technology yeah, uh, and doesn't like quite get that the corporation is it gets that the corporation is bad but doesn't like understand on a deeper level because she's still a bit young and a a little bit naive you know Mm -hmm. and so it's it's a, a nice little dichotomy between shade like just kind of being cold and upfront about things and hope like questioning some of those those aspects yeah because she doesn't get it yet
0: sure all right um who who was our who was our favorite character it's crystal my favorite is Shade. I think.
1: <laughs> I really like Crystal.
0: Um, it we we spent a lot of time looking at the party here. The movie is mostly an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Still, mm-hmm. like he just has a lot of one-liners and you know, cool punches and and kills and decommissions of cop bots, but. Um, You know, they're all important by the end of it, and that's where the plot goes. And they do succeed. Brick dies, presumably, and probably Shade becomes the new, like, leader of the HQ and instills change. Yeah. And uh, Hope gets to keep her heart.
1: Hope gets to keep her heart and even upgrades it. (laughs) Yeah, herself
0: yeah (laughs) yeah hope works there with shade and and works on like she read all the owner's manuals and and remembered all the stuff so she's able to like find ways to upgrade it because there were certain things that were left intentionally obsolete so that people would have to upgrade but she she's like no let's make things the best they can be yeah for the people Um, that are you know reliant on these products
1: Yeah. And I, so that's their ending. Uh, I do, I do think we just get a quick shot of Crystal, uh, like by the bay, like fishing. Mm -hmm. But like there's people around. And so you can see the difference. Yeah.
0: I think Marshall's there with her. Like, you know, in a beach chair or something. Just, I don't think they like are together or whatever. They're just friends.
1: They're just friends. Yeah. I love this. (laughs) 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 I'm going to be so disappointed when we watch this movie. (laughs)
0: <laughs> really, what was our um, favorite line from Total Recall? Um, uh,
1: Crystal, uh, uh, so Hope asks Crystal, does, does, does your spear have a name? Uh, and, and Crystal says, yeah, this is my spear, spirit, and there's
0: just, like, a long pause.
1: <laughs> spirit? Uh-huh.
0: Um... I'm going to go eat some popcorn now. Yeah! It's time once again for the popcorn break and sponsored messages. This week, I'm going to tell you about some of the other shows here on Lunar Light Studio. First of all, I'd like to tell you about Ending Pending. Ending Pending is a podcast where hosts Andy, Evan, and Ronnie discuss television shows that never got the ending they deserved because they only lasted for a single season. Ending Pending goes episode by episode to find out what's working, what's not working, and where it all went wrong. How did Marvel do such a bad job with the Inhumans? Is Selfie the best show ever made? And how come so many vampire shows get canceled? New episodes every Wednesday on endingpending.com and Lunar Light Studio. And next, I'd like to tell you about The Cryptid Keeper. The Cryptid Keeper. What common ground do an Appalachian folklorist and a horror-savvy scream queen have? Cryptids, mostly. Come laugh, learn, and get creeped out as best friends Alex and Addison take a lighthearted look at the weird, wild unknowns of the world. They collect all these little cryptids and keep them as their lovable friends and pets. So that's just a good time. That's just a good time. Both of these shows, I would highly recommend. Ending Pending, The Cryptid Keeper, Lunar Light Studio. Go check them out. Do yourself a favor. Let's get back to the movie. Now I remember. But do you
1: recall (laughs) the most famous Schwarzenegger movie of all? Uh, is it? Terminator, Terminator, yeah. jingle all the way, Total Recall,
0: and Total Recall. What, what? How are you feeling, Ray? How, now, now, that, now that we've watched it,
1: I can't tell if I want to talk about this movie or the movie we made. Still,
0: <laughs> they are, this movie was very good. This movie was pretty dang good. Very, very different from the one that. We Not were. what I expected at all. <laughs> um. I think structurally, kind of similar.
1: There are some things like yeah. we
0: had a we had a you know a, a band of rebels take down the the t- the head of the corporation, you know, and then make things yeah. better for everybody. So in that yeah. in that respect, pretty good. But it did take place on Mars. Uh, we never said where ours took place, but I think we were both thinking Earth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So future. that's one big di- different planet, you know. Well, I guess. Some of it took place on Earth, because it kind of switched to a different movie it, about a third it, of the way through.
1: Yeah. It switched twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to give us a nice little recap before I get into my yeah. my ravings?
0: Here's the, Here's the plot of Total Recall. I'm just going to read the one from Netflix, because I'm not going to spend three minutes or more like ten talking about it. After getting a memory implant, working stiff Douglas Quaid discovers he might actually be a secret agent embroiled in a violent insurrection on Mars. And that's... That's it. That's it. That's it. That's the movie. Douglas Quaid is Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's the protagonist. And yeah, he he goes to this vacation place called Recall um, that instead of giving you a real vacation, they implant the memory of a vacation in your head. Um, It's supposed to be like a way to do vacation on the cheap. Um, But when he's picking out his journey, he picks that he wants to be a secret agent going to Mars. But then as that process is happening, it's revealed that he actually is a secret agent from Mars maybe it's never clear whether or not the whole thing is necessarily a dream that like that he made up the whole thing in his head um i don't think that's 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 not how i'm seeing it but it's <laughs> it's a possibility which is kind of interesting that like the whole thing could be just a memory dream that got messed up
1: mm-hmm. and it could be it could be it could you be. never know
0: yeah, and there's a lot of twists and turns uh, and like uh, changing alliances. Um, Ugh, it's, but it's, it's not. Espionage. It, it's not super hard to track. And a lot of it no. is kind of. You can see it coming to, which isn't necessarily a bad thing.
1: Yeah, because it's like half espionage, half sci fi, half.
0: <laughs> Ooey gooey action.
1: <laughs> half action
0: you gotta have it's, an arnold puppet if it's an action movie you gotta have an arnold puppet there was no arnold pu- puppet puppet predator and i didn't know what we were missing out on because there was one in terminator and there was one in this movie and they were both very fun what about jingle all the way i don't know honestly <laughs> there might have been there was a reindeer puppet in jingle there all the was
1: way. yeah that's true where um where does total recall fill fit in the amu so are that you? Su- you're
0: suggesting that Arnold is the same, like, as one character that changes identities, and I mean, this kind of fits the total recall thing. I mean, we could just cheap out and say that all of the other Arnolds are like different memories and different lives that are that have been implanted and erased in in Douglas Quaid. Or oh,
1: have, have I'm sorry, you're talking about the plot of Dollhouse by Joss Whedon. I don't know what that is. It's a TV show. It got canceled after I want to say one or two seasons, uh-huh. as per usual for uh-huh. Josh Whedon. Um, anyway, I really liked it, but it was because of the cast. It had a really nice cast. Sure. But here in Total Recall,
0: <laughs> it's it would be it would take too much time, I think, to like focus on the on the, the way the plot unfolds. So I think instead we should talk about well, first, is there anything that we talked about that lines up with this movie like at all?
1: Um, we
0: got Crystal. <laughs> did we? No.
1: no. <laughs> but nothing lined up.
0: Not really. Not at all. Um, I think the closest character that was, that was like, in, in both was was Brick kind of matched up to Tony, who was one of the rebels at the last resort. And but he, Tony didn't die. <laughs> he didn't die, but he did get shot in, in while he was, like, holding down a protect. passage and letting the the others escape and he was bigger than arnold schwarzenegger
1: that's fair yeah 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 no i can see that
0: that's I, that's the closest it's not it's not yeah. great <laughs> it's
1: but... not a good one to one there's no good one to ones here like there was no shade there was no hope there's no crystal i'm if you didn't know what i was talking about i'm just naming nouns yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> and Brick. Oh, yeah, they're all nouns, huh? The yeah, only one no, with a real didn't... name was, uh, I don't even remember, Marshall, which that's is also not, a noun. That's also a
1: noun. Here's the thing. If it's a sci-fi setting, I'm going to start naming things wildly, and I'm not sorry.
0: Yeah, they, they really kind of went in the opposite direction by naming this guy Douglas Quaid. But he his. I love the name Quaid. It's, it's interesting because Arnold plays two different characters essentially. He plays three? He plays Hauser who was a secret agent actually in the pocket of Cohagen? was that his name? Uh-huh. Cohagen mm-hmm. was like the the HQ, like the the big boss, the CEO of all production and stuff on Mars. Um and so Hauser was like actually in his pocket but also like being a double agent working with the rebels. And then Douglas Quaid is Hauser having his memory erased and then following clues from Hauser that end up having multiple meanings. And, like, it's it's all, all like, a lot of back and forth. There's a really cool part, though, in the middle of the movie where this doctor comes in out of nowhere, somebody that we've never (laughs) seen before, and he's like, you're in a dream right now. Everything that is going on right now is in a dream. And, like this is all fake and here's why and he presents a very very compelling case and he's like you need to swallow this pill um it's it's it'll symbolize your willingness or your your desire to wake up and if you're mm-hmm. able to do that then you you will be able to get back to your life and it's gotta be like a cyanide pill because we're this both guy like is- this
1: is a this is gonna Either kill him or knock him out. Yeah,
0: this is this is some, yeah, like this is this guy has to be an an agent from the agency. Uh, just capitals, (laughs) capital T, capital A, the agency. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, we weren't sure. We like it was it was tricky because it's like, it's, it's what do you believe when everything is possibly a dream or possibly a memory or implanted or erased or whatever. And the, the way that he sees through it, because he almost believes the doctor too, but then he sees a bead of sweat like dripping down the doctor's face, and and you're like, you ah, know, ha he's, he's bluffing. Um,
1: yeah, you know what's great? Yeah, is that this movie is the movie incarnation of "Don't trust anybody, not even yourself" meme.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: uh, what's what's great is that. Um, what what I like is that. Halfway through the movie, Quaid has to decide who he actually is and whether or not he's a bad agent.
0: Yeah. Quaid or Quaid who is good. Right. 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 He cause there's a point where he's like. It's it's revealed that Quaid is essentially an invented person. Like, didn't mm-hmm. exist and was was implanted into the mind of Hauser. But that doesn't stop Quaid from deciding that he wants to. Continue to be Quaid, and that Hauser is dead, and do the right thing, (laughs) and save Mars, Um, and and you know, free all the people on Mars from from extortion, and uh, like allow them to live more freely and breathe more freely. Um, And I
1: really enjoy that arc for him. Yeah,
0: I do too. I do too. Um, And I think that's kind of exemplified by one of my favorite moments in the movie when he met the 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 mentor trope the the kind of the lead the leader of the freedom fighters his name was Uh Quato I think Mm -hmm. and uh one of the lines that guy said was like like Quaid was was questioning like who he was he's like I'm actually a secret agent you know I I don't know if I was working with Cohagen or what and Quato is like you are what you do you know like you Maybe, maybe you were this other person, but now mm-hmm. you are trying to do the right thing because that's what you want to do and that's who you are.
1: Yeah, that was really powerful. At some point in the movie, we were introduced to another movie that took place in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, bar. Yeah. And I did just want to live in that aesthetic for a while. It was
0: pretty cool. It, it was, was like pretty fantastic. The cantina, but dirty.
1: Yeah. Well, we both like took mention to the fact that there's like this upper portion to to the to the bar where uh-huh. people can just hang out and like hang over the edge yeah. and looking down at the main floor and why don't Well, the the answer is it's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, why don't more bars do that? The answer is it's dangerous because people will fall and get hurt. Um, but I want that in my house now. <laughs> I just want a cool bar with an over uh, uh, a giant balcony lounge indoors. Yeah. Can I have that, please? Please? I just really enjoyed that. And like that. I always bring this up with, maybe I haven't brought it up on air yet, but with sci-fi Stuff specifically, it's so expansive that they they got to just throw stuff at us because this is a, a sci-fi movie still that takes place on Mars. Yeah, and you just have to take it at face value. Yeah, and you have a bunch of questions about the universe.
0: Yeah. Like, um, so, so we don't get those answers. The big plot MacGuffin was a reactor under the surface of Mars, which, if activated, it was left there by aliens over half a million year old, and if mm-hmm. activated, it would melt the core of Mars, which is made of ice, release a lot of oxygen into the and create an atmosphere on Mars, and the okay so why was it built why was it never activated where are the aliens
1: where are the aliens yeah a lot of questions there
0: but <laughs> you don't need those for this movie Int- yeah exactly and what's what was interesting to me about that reactor is that the um so kohaig and the, and the agency and the people at the top knew about this reactor and knew that activating it would create an atmosphere and therefore put them out of you know, they would not have as much control. They Mm -hmm. would not have power. They would not have a means to extort everybody on the planet. Um, But there was another fear that activating it would start a chain reaction with a mineral that is on Mars and cause all of it to combust and the planet to essentially explode. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, it it was clear that that was a very real fear that the guy had, but... It was also clear that he was using that as a way to a- avoid, you know, pulling the switch and, and, yeah. and starting the thing. And he was using that as a way to uh, to shield himself from any possible fallout because he was comfortable. And it was really easy for him to sit and say, well, maybe this bad thing will happen from his very comfortable position of him literally saying, I can do whatever I want. Like, that, I love my yep. job because I can, I can do whatever I want. Yes. um so
1: well that was yeah. um I I really you you mentioned this during the movie but when he knocks over the goldfish and, I, and it just parallels the the people yeah. on Mars who uh, are running out of air and he just doesn't care he just doesn't care the and thing he sucks <laughs> uh he cut off the air supply for those people yeah he, let he let cut, cut off the air clear. supply
0: as a way to try to kill the the rebels and he just let the whole sector you know, I was going to say starve, (laughs) suffocate. Yeah.
1: Yeah, And it sucked. And I hated that. Yeah,
0: it was rough. Um, The other thing that I find to be very interesting about this movie is how movie like it is and how that fits (laughs) into the theme of the movie. Like there is this, this organization that has full power and acts with impunity they shoot at people in public train stations they shoot civilians because they're in the way they um are chasing him and are ruthless and they have government authority and they're just called the agency and like all of the tools and gadgets that he gets are all so wild and everything is so convenient like there's a bug in your head and i've left you this suitcase with a bug-getter-outer. Hmm. Like, <laughs> you know... They
1: planned for all of this. Right. They didn't... Every,
0: everything is right where he needs it, right when he needs it, and it's all very convenient, which makes it easy to believe that it's all just a dream, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's all just part of the, the memory that he had implanted when he went to this vacation place called Recall. But... Yeah. There are enough scenes that happen before he goes to recall and that happens without him like scenes of Kohagen alone or talking to Richter um and there are like looks and kind of shaky like like suspicious things that happen before he gets his memory messed with that lead me to believe that like it is all real and it isn't mm-hmm. actually a dream but it's it's yeah. it, I mean and that's saying that it is all real even though it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I uh, there's a lot there. Yeah, I know. I but I, it's it's hard I, to
0: like. There's layers. There's layers. That's mm-hmm. what's interesting re- about it.
1: I I really like what you said about how everything was put in place for him, uh, because they planned for all of that. But they what they didn't plan for was Quaid deciding to be a good
0: person. Right. Yeah. They they were not ex- they were not able to account for how how powerful of a personality Quaid would be. Seeing that they invented him
1: yeah that's pretty cool
0: yeah. and interesting it's like it's 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 like an AI story but in a person <laughs> instead of like a robot or something yeah I can see that
1: yeah huh this was a good movie
0: <laughs> yeah there's a lot it's it's I mean there's a lot of fun theming that doesn't necessarily have answers to any of their questions, which is good. Um, but there's also a, a lot of just like silly well not silly like just like fun and gooey like explosions and and maimings and like there's a you know, lot nasty of nasty action movie gore. stuff
1: Yeah there's a lot of like gore-ish stuff yeah. a lot of blood a lot of a lot of dismemberment happens in this movie <laughs> The
0: guy, Um, the guy who is like hanging onto the side of the elevator, and then there's a platform, so that he like eclipses the platform and he gets pushed down, but his arms get stuck on the elevator, and his arms just get pulled off, and then he falls.
1: Yeah. Silly.
0: Like, and that's the kind of stuff. It's gross, but like to me, it's it's just kind of funny in a visceral way, like in a in a very Halloween decoration kind of way, and so I'm able to enjoy stuff like that on that level. I look away. <laughs> it's definitely not for everyone. <laughs> I look away. <laughs> I do too sometimes. Now, it gets it gets yucky. It it
1: gets a little gross. Like the extended scenes where where Quaid, Melina, and Cohagen are out in Mars's atmosphere, yeah. and we just keep seeing them struggle to breathe while pressure is on their heads and their eyes are bulging out yeah. of their head, and this happens for like three minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. I wasn't I, I certainly wasn't watching that whole time.
1: Nope. I was like I can hear the struggling. I know what's going on. Yeah. Hey, look at this email on your phone, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> now, this was a good movie. But Joe, I can't let this die. How are we going to make our story <laughs> into life?
0: Let's just find a, let's just find an emulator, uh, let's just find a ROM of Jack 2, and we'll do a ROM hack.
1: <laughs> and we'll be like, this is Crystal, this is Shade, this and is like our own the-
0: characters.
1: Uh, I, the thing is that I'm very endeared to our characters, that they kind of overshadowed the characters in this <laughs> movie. <laughs> A little yeah. bit, like that is one Except thing. Except for Quaid, I, like, I really like the, Quaid.
0: There's the group of rebels or whatever, and they have their own little clique that that Quaid inserts himself into, and they don't trust him at first because he was somebody else, and like it's this whole thing. But we never really get a lot from any of them, and I never yeah. really get attached to any of them, including Molina, who's like the his his main point of contact and ends up being the love interest.
1: Yeah, we don't get a lot from her.
0: There's a lot of like talk about women being women are treated as objects in this movie a lot. Yeah. Um,
1: That's not
0: not chill. It's it's not okay. And it and it takes away from the story they're telling. Uh, because yeah. Molina could be a really strong and cool character, um, and she does some cool stuff, but it's all but we don't know
1: anything about her. It's
0: all in service to Quaid, and that that's part of it that makes me feel like like the movie opens up with him having a dream about her, mm-hmm. and like before he goes to recall because p- potentially he's dreaming about her from his memories when he used to be Hauser. This is getting wildly off topic, but
1: uh, well, okay, okay, no, I'm bringing us back. Um, but he finish your thought. Yeah, he, he,
0: she is treated like a dream girl throughout the movie because of that, and and like he describes his perfect woman when he's going into recall, and it's always treated like like this is this is only my ideal version of a woman, and it's not a real woman, and that's that takes away from her character and from the movie.
1: Yeah, well, I I want to talk about his fake wife. I don't remember her name. Lori. Lori. Thank you. Um, and how she's she was she's a, a, a secret agent planted to be his wife to make sure that that Quaid doesn't remember any Hauser things until it was time, and whatever. And she is also dating uh Quaid's nemesis rival. Mm-hmm. Richter. Uh. Richter. At, at, yeah. And she dies. And I joked during the movie saying, Oh, now he has man pain. Yeah. But that's exactly what happened to exactly him. And now he happened. has a big vengeance against Quaid. But he the, also,
0: his character didn't change at all. Like, nope. he had a little bit of sadness in that scene. But he, from the very yeah, he beginning, got, he, he had his fangs out and he was trying to kill Quaid ruthlessly. And then he
1: got more angry at Quaid. And that was it.
0: Ah.
1: <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Because I liked
0: Laurie, actually. Yeah, I think Laurie was a good character. Um, But also was just used as a tool. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Consider that of divorce.
1: God, that's our favorite line,
0: isn't it? I don't know, uh, but I think it's about time to discuss that. Ray, do you think that Total Recall is worth watching without the lens of nostalgia?
1: I don't remember. Um... (laughs) Yeah, actually, I kind of really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I I like how Mock Footage is giving me touchstones of movies that I can talk to with about with to my dad about.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I liked it too. It does have some problems with it and it is ooey and gooey, so if like gore stuff eeks you out, like you can look away, um but there is a lot of it. <laughs> uh so, you know, maybe yeah. this one's not for you. But uh I yeah I thought it was a good flick and I want to thank you all so much for listening and I want to thank you Ray for watching this movie with me. Thank you for watching it with me Joe and
1: I'd also like to thank Chongo for letting us use his song Head of Serenity off of his album Hat Shop. You can uh, go check that out on his Bandcamp. Uh also thank you to Haley Rose for doing the intro every week or else we can't start this podcast proper mm-hmm. and thank you to ross Gersten for the beautiful beautiful cover art that we have and finally thank you to lunar light studio for hosting us
0: yes thank you lunar light uh for hosting us and thank you once again listener you can reach out to us on twitter at mock footage you can send an email to mock footage at gmail.com you can leave a review for us on itunes and we'd really appreciate to see your lovely words and your lovely five-star ratings so that we can rise to the ranks and be seen um
1: it's important that people see us or else yeah. they won't hear
0: us share this with your grandma if she really loves halloween decorations because that's i bet she loves arnold i bet i bet your arnold. grandma loves arnold oh, and that's something he's i sweet wanted to heart. Say. really quick i'm just gonna say it because <laughs> um i think that i think that arnold doesn't make a good villain i think that's why the terminator is the weakest one we've seen so far
1: yeah, no. Arnold's a sweetheart.
0: <laughs> he's he's too he's too good. He's definitely intimidating in the Terminator, but like, I I never buy him as a bad guy. Um. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell your grandma who loves Arnold to watch or to listen to this episode. And also, if you know Arnold, tell Arnold that we're talking about him. Yeah. If you know Arnold, please let him know. Uh, tell him that he can come on. Like we, Arnold, if you're listening. Please. If you want to talk
1: about your movies and what you're up to right now, yeah. Yeah, come come to our podcast. (laughs) It's
0: totally fine. (laughs) Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. Ray, what was your favorite line from Total Recall?
1: (sighs) We kept saying, consider this the divorce. Mm -hmm. But there's also the open your mind line. Open your mind. Which you kept saying. Open your
0: mind.
1: Yeah, no, it's that one. Open your mind. It's so open. Ah, (laughs) Open your mind. I'm going away now. Lunar
0: Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. Hey, Reed. Hey, Brittany. Hey, all of you out there in podcast land.
1: This is what you call it.
0: A podcast about life, liberty, and the pursuit of nerdiness.
1: Here's what people are saying about it. Oh, have you heard of the what you call it? Hey, that, that is my favorite podcast right now. so good. It is better than a tater tot hot dish. Well,
0: I can't believe that for a second.
1: You know, it's one of those big Midwest fancy things.
0: A Midwest fancy
1: thing? Yeah, I don't know what that is, but okay, yeah, that's but what it is.
0: <laughs> you're going to love it, though. Oh, you're
1: have, just going to love have it. Have you
0: heard Britney talk about being from California. Have you heard Reed talk about being from the Midwest? Well, I never.
1: And for crying in the soup, would you just listen to the show?
0: Don't take their word.
1: Take a listen to the show. We're the show. And remember, folks, your belly button is your old mouth. Listen. From LunarLightStudio.com.